Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Sleep deprivation is sending you to an early grave. That is a bit of a shocking title, but it actually is the truth. So tonight on the podcast, we are talking about sleep, the importance of it, and what my thoughts and opinions are on this topic. Being in the health and fitness industry for 15 years, I have lots of opinions on this topic. And let's get into it firstly with saying today, these days, we underestimate big time the performance enhancing tool and the most fucked with area of our life, which is our sleep. It is an absolute pillar of good health. It is a seriously important area of our life, but we constantly underestimate the benefits and the consequences of not getting a solid amount of sleep every single night. And as a society, not only do we not sleep enough, but we often wear as a badge of honor the fact that we hardly sleep and we think that we're super cool. We go around parading the fact And you hear people say, I only sleep three to four hours and I feel fine. It's like, (laughs) do you really feel fine? And is that what the goal is? And is that what the destination is, is to kind of to be alive? I mean, like to not die. It's like, yeah, if that's what you are wanting to achieve, then fine. Like sleeping three to four hours, I guess, like you won't die, but you certainly won't be performing at your optimal capacity. You certainly are affecting your long-term health. There is very, very clear data on this. And that's why I thought it would be really important, a really good idea. And it would add lots of value to you for you to hear some of the information that I'm going to be sharing with you. But top level, I think that we need to stop and cut out this shit that we do, which is where we wear as a badge of honor that we hardly sleep. We almost like are proud to tell other people that we don't get much sleep, but we feel fine and we still can operate and do all the shit that we need to do on a daily basis. And we have all felt the effects of not getting enough sleep or having poor quality of sleep. You know, when you wake up and you haven't slept enough, your mood is fucked, your energy levels are low, your diet is out the fucking window. All you want to do is eat junk food all day. Your performance is crap. You don't want to do anything rather than sit on the lounge watching Netflix all day. I mean, it's a complete disaster. And we have all been in that situation many, many times. So it's not like I have to sit here 
and explain to you of what could happen with a terrible night's sleep or not getting enough hours of sleep or both because we have all been in that situation many, many times. And the problem is many people are chronically sleep deprived and fail to realize that not sleeping enough has severe health consequences. And I think that if you listen to what exactly those consequences actually are, I think that you are going to think twice before you continue to parade around the fact that you don't get enough sleep. And if you are currently that person that does this at the barbecue, at the at the dinner table and just out and about if you're the kind of person that is parading around the fact that you don't get enough sleep and you get very minimal sleep and you feel fine, then I think tonight is going to be a real shocking slap in the face reminder of what you are actually doing to your health, what you are doing to your body and the consequences of your actions of not sleeping enough. And look, some of these consequences, when I learned of them, when I read the book by Matt Walker titled, Why, what's it called? Why We Sleep. I'm pretty sure that's the name of the title. And after reading or I listened to the audio book on, on this topic, it was like it blew me away on just how important solid sleep is. And unfortunately, with society, we have come to this idea that we have almost dismissed it as a pillar of good health. We have worn, again, as I said, as a badge of honor that we hardly sleep and we are proud to tell friends and family that and work colleagues that we hardly got any sleep and we still got it done. But Tonight's training is going to be explaining to you of what the actual consequences are. And it's like serious shit. The stuff that I'm going to be talking about is not like minor setbacks in your health. It's like life-changing shit. So let's get into what those severe health consequences are and how you can stop this sleep deprivation with your current lifestyle and make sure that you don't send yourself to an early grave. Number one, the first health consequence is a weakened immunity. It has been very, very well documented that not getting enough hours of sleep negatively affects our immune system. And obviously that's not good because if our immune system is weakened, then that means we are more susceptible to illness to infections, to all kinds of nasty shit. We need a strong and robust immune system. So if you are wanting to have a good immune system, you can't fuck around with not getting enough sleep or having poor quality sleep. High blood pressure. How about that? Who thought that not sleeping enough would dramatically improve, not improve, increase your blood pressure? Risk for diabetes increases as a result of not getting enough sleep. Low sex drive. My men out there, if you are wanting to improve your sex life and have a better sex life, then you need to understand that it starts with the night before, with the amount of hours and the quality of sleep that you are having. It has been very, very well researched that 
not getting enough hours of sleep decreases your body's libido. And as a result, sex drive and sex performance obviously becomes affected as well. Risk of heart disease increases dramatically with not getting enough sleep. And the most shocking one, if you aren't already shocked with some of the health consequences, the severe health consequences of not sleeping enough, if you aren't already shocked enough, the last one that I'm going to share with you, and look, this isn't the only things that are fucked from not getting enough sleep with your health. This is literally just scratching the surface. But see, these are the main ones. The last one I want to share with you is the increased risk of you getting Alzheimer's. So if you don't want to get Alzheimer's, if you don't want to literally have your brain deteriorate cognitively, then you need to get more sleep and you need to stop parading around the fact that you don't get enough sleep. Now, the absolute minimum requirement for sleep, because you might be thinking like, what what actually is the number of recommended hours of sleep that I should be getting because we've been hammering the idea of not getting enough sleep, which then raises the question of like, well, how many hours of sleep should I be getting then, Coach Dan? The absolute minimum requirement is seven hours of sleep per night or per day. If you maybe do night shift, whatever whatever sleep cycles you are in, seven hours of sleep per day. And look, I can already hear you say in your mind, I get way less than that. And I'm still alive. I get way less than seven hours of sleep and I still function fine and do all the shit that I need to do. You need to understand. I can fucking hear your voice. I can hear your voice right now telling you that this guy is telling you to have seven hours and we're doing five and we feel perfectly fine. I can already hear that shit coming out of your mind. But you need to understand, my friend, that there is a massive difference between you being alive and you living with the optimal level of health. There is a huge difference with those two things. So yes, you might be alive. Yes, you might be getting away with sleeping a lot less hours than seven every single night. But I guarantee you that you are affecting your health massively by not getting seven hours. And obviously, the the stuff that I've shared with you tonight has been very, very well researched. It's It's not some kind of idea or some hypothesis that someone has come up with. It has been very, very well documented on the negative effects of not getting enough sleep. So yes, you might be surviving with getting less than seven hours of sleep as most people are chronically sleep deprived. Yes, you might be alive. Yes, you might be still getting your day-to-day shit done, but you are certainly not living with an optimal level of health if you are getting under seven hours of sleep. 
So let's cut this shit as I get less hours and I feel fine, all this kind of stuff. It's like, well, if you have always been sleep deprived, how do you even know what it would feel like to not be sleep deprived? And the this example that I always give with my when I was a face-to-face trainer, I used to ask my clients, what's your flexibility like? And they would say, oh, my flexibility is fine, I guess. And it's not until we did some mobility and flexibility work and I did some flexibility tests with them and they realized how shit their flexibility was that then they realized like, hey, like my flexibility isn't fine. My flexibility is actually very, very bad. But because they always have had shit flexibility, then they just think that that's normal. I mean, common does not equal normal. So you might be in a position right now where you have never slept seven hours, or maybe it's been a very, very long time that you have slept seven hours. So you have got your body used to sleeping four, sleeping five, sleeping five and a half, sleeping six hours. Yes, that might be the case, but this does not mean, let's not like trick ourselves. This does not mean that you are going to be performing at an optimal capacity. And this certainly does not mean that you are not deteriorating your health and increasing the risk of all the fucked up shit that I mentioned, high blood pressure, risk for diabetes, low sex drive, risk of heart disease, Alzheimer's disease going up, we can immunity. I mean, like, do you want me to say anything more and for you to understand the importance of getting more sleep? Hopefully I have nailed home that fact. So let's get into what the five, five areas that I coach my clients to help to improve the amount of sleep that they are getting. And if you think that my clients are immune to this amount of sleep talk and I hammer them with this. I I certainly hammer each and every one of my clients because they too were in this position where they thought, oh, I sleep five hours and I'm fine, Coach Dan. I like ask any of my clients all around the world and I fucking hammer them with this as an important pillar. And if you talk to any of my clients, they will tell you I carry on like a broken down record and I do not stop annoying them until I see seven every single night as the amount of hours that they are sleeping. So let's get into what those five little areas are that are going to help to improve your quality of sleep and also the quantity of your sleep as well. Number one is caffeine and stimulants. If you have trouble getting to sleep, if you have trouble staying asleep, or if you are in the category of both where you have trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep, then you are an unlucky fucker. But you need to keep in mind the amount of caffeine and stimulants that you are having. And I have had plenty of clients that were nailing five, six, seven shots of coffee every single day and then kind of scratching their head thinking like, why is my sleep so shit? So if you are currently having a boatload of caffeine, or even if you're just having one too late in the day, then you are going to negatively affect your sleep. So you need to be mindful of the amount of caffeine in your diet, the amount of stimulants. If you have pre-workout, 
which is those nasty supplements for those of you that don't know what a pre-workout, I'm assuming most do. It's just that concoction of shit that's loaded with flavors and colors and fillers and lots and lots of artificial caffeine. And there is lots of caffeine in just one scoop of these pre-workouts. So if you are taking it, especially at nighttime, then you need to be very aware that it is going to disrupt your sleep. So caffeine and stimulants is number one. Number two, this is actually a really interesting point that I noticed with a lot of my clients that join my online coaching program that come to the program with having sleep problems. And especially they fill out they fill it out in their application, some of them, and they tell me that their sleep is shit. And almost all of them that come to me with poor sleep by me just getting them to do regular tough exercises through their training program on the coaching program, it automatically improves their sleep because they're tired. They get to the end of the day and they're spent, especially after doing three or four days of tough training per week. I mean, they get to the end of their day and they're very, very tired and they no longer have troubles with their sleep anymore. So if you are currently doing no exercise or you're doing very, very minimal amounts of exercise, then that could be another reason of why your sleep is shit, why you're having trouble getting to sleep and why you're having trouble staying asleep because you're not putting your body through the paces enough. And we were we were put on this planet, we were designed as human beings to move, to run, to jump and kind of get exhausted and to use up a bunch of energy. And if we aren't doing that because of our sedentary kind of lifestyles, especially if you have a sedentary kind of work, then this could explain and sort out that issue for you. So regular hard training sessions, whether it be cardio or weights, get to the end of the day and be very, very tired from you doing lots and lots of physical activity. And this should improve your sleep and your ability to stay asleep and get to sleep faster as well. The next one is the most fucking, uh, the most biggest area, the most biggest, that doesn't even make sense. Screen time is a huge problem. Screen time from this, screen time from our computer, screen time from the TV, we indulge in way too much screen time and at night is particularly bad because these screens emit what we call blue light and blue light has been shown with very clear data to fuck with our circadian rhythms and to stimulate our eyes, which then stimulates our brain and stimulates our brain and pretends that it's the, it simulates the send signals to the brain as if the sun is coming up. And of course, the sun isn't coming up. We're trying to get to the sleep. So it's a complete opposite signal that you are sending to your brain by looking at too many screens. And this point alone, I help my clients to realize. And once they reduce the amount of screen time that they are having at night, then that sorts out lots and lots of their health, not health, their sleep problems. So reduce the amount of screen time that you are having at night and this should improve the quality and the quantity of your sleep. Number four, reduce your alcohol intake. It has been incorrectly thought that by drinking and having a few drinks at night helps you to go to sleep 
faster and you have a deeper quality of sleep. However, that this is completely incorrect. What actually happens is when you are sleeping under the influence of alcohol, you are not getting in the deep rapid eye movement or REM cycle of sleep and you're actually more in a sedated state like you would be when you are under anesthetic for surgery and that sort. So you're not actually getting into that deep quality restorative sleep that you need. You're just being sedated. And yeah, you might pass out faster. Yeah, you might get to sleep quicker and stay asleep, but you are not getting quality sleep. It's actually junk sleep as a result of your alcohol intake. So if you want to improve your quality and quantity of sleep, then you need to reduce the amount of alcohol that you are drinking. And the double whammy, if you reduce the amount of alcohol that you are drinking, especially if weight loss is one of your health and fitness goals, then by default, by drinking less alcohol, you end up consuming less calories. Woo! Double whammy. The last point that I want to share with you that will help you to improve your health and improve your sleep quality is the darkness and the temperature of your room. You need to get the environment that you sleep in in as dark of an environment as possible. So that means getting light out of the room, having blocking shades on the windows, maybe wearing an eye mask if you can't get the room too dark. The darker the room, the better quality of sleep that you are going to have because you will be producing more of the sleep hormone melatonin. So if you are wanting to improve your sleep, you need to try to get your room as dark as possible. And also the temperature of your room is also important too. We have all been up tossing and turning on those nights, those 40 degree nights where it's super hot, super sticky, and it's just really difficult to get to sleep. The cooler your amb- the ambient temperature where you're sleeping, the cooler your core body temperature. And the cooler your core body temperature, the easier it is for your body to get to sleep. If your body is too hot, your body's core temperature is too hot, then it makes it very, very difficult for your body to fall asleep because your body needs to drop a certain amount of temperature to induce sleep. So if you can keep the room cooler than usual, that usually means that you are going to have a better quality of sleep. So I hope that you got value from tonight's training. I hope that the training opened your eyes and helped you to understand of just how important solid, good quality sleep every single night actually is. And if you know someone that is going around wearing as a badge of honor that they hardly get any sleep and they feel fine. You need to send this podcast to them so that they understand that they are screwing their health and they are sending themselves to an early grave by not getting that minimum of seven hours of sleep. And if you got value from tonight's training, then I encourage you to share this on your social media. And if you want to connect with me and my online coaching company, The Dad Bod Project, then you know where to find me and my company. I'm all over Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of the socials. So reach out if you want 
to have a chat and let's see how my online coaching programs will be able to help you on your health and fitness journey. I really appreciate you tuning in for tonight's training. I hope that you got value and we'll do it all again tomorrow where we chat about another topic. But with that being said, make sure that you get your seven hours of sleep unless you want to be going to an early grave. That's it from Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod Project. Have the best night of your entire life. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod podcast, the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words dad bod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words dad bod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the word dadbod and me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.